It's a new year, which means there's another new streaming service. And The Bachelor has a new man. Matt is a delicious man. He is probably the most handsome man I've ever laid eyes on. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, January 4th. We're counting down the top three must-see picks of the day, but first, your entertainment headline. Many Hollywood productions have temporarily shut down again due to a rise in COVID-19 cases and deaths in California. And legendary talk show host and journalist Larry King is among those fighting the coronavirus. He's been receiving treatment at a Los Angeles hospital since the end of 2020. Wonder Woman topped the domestic box office for the second weekend in a row with $5.5 million. And congratulations are in order for Queer Eye co-host Jonathan Van Ness. The Emmy-winning show's grooming expert revealed that last year he married Mark Peacock, who he called his, quote, best friend in an Instagram post. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. A new season of The Bachelor premieres tonight. More on that in a few. Today's trivia question is about the show. When did The Bachelor episodes expand to its current two-hour runtime? Season 11 with Brad Womack, season 13 with Jason Mesnick, or season 15's second go-round with Brad Womack? We'll have your answer at the end of the show. Now let's get into today's picks. If any of you cord cutters out there have been missing your favorite shows from HGTV and Food Network, we have some good news for you. Today marks the launch of Discovery Plus, a new streaming service that brings channels also including TLC, Animal Planet, OWN, and, yes, Discovery Channel, together in one place. Among all of the new programming is a three-part Say Yes to the Dress pandemic special, the nature series Mysterious Planet, narrated by David Schwimmer, and three new additions to the 90 Day Fiancé franchise. And if you're ready to hear Chip and Joanna Gaines ask more homeowners, Are y'all ready to see your fixer-upper? Discovery Plus will also feature a preview of their return to that show, which will be part of the lineup of their upcoming Magnolia Network. So if, like many of us, you've reached the end of your Netflix queue during quarantine, you can subscribe to Discovery Plus for $4.99 a month with ads or $6.99 a month ad-free. Speaking of discoveries, PBS's Antiques Roadshow is back for another season featuring valuable treasures and hidden gems from around the country. Season 25 will kick off with tonight's episode, American Stories, featuring standout items like a Navajo belt, bracelet, and basket, a letter written on a World War I peach can label, and artwork by venerable American painter James McNeil Whistler. We've got treasures with some of the luckiest tales. My father won it during World War II in a poker game. The most drama. It says sole survivor of Mount Pele volcano. The volcano was in 1902. It wiped out the entire town of St. Pierre. And the most intriguing backstories in the country. Shut the front door, girl. She's just a little shocked, if you can't tell. Tune in to find out which item could be worth up to $250,000, which definitely makes me wonder if all the stuff I threw out and donated during quarantine was worth anything. Anyway, tune in throughout the season for new specials featuring visits with an Olympic medalist, an iconic late-night talk show host, a noted broadcast journalist, and more. Antiques Roadshow airs tonight on PBS. Check your local listings for time. 
Before we get to our top pick of the day, EW's Rosie Cordero talked to Jennifer Garner recently about her upcoming Netflix movie, Yes Day, in which she stars and produces. And Rosie asked Jennifer the question, what you watching? I am back watching Arrested Development yeah. with um, one of my kids who is just like, Mom, is everyone on TV just a bad person because they just <laughs> watch The Office and now Arrested Development? And I'm like, you know what? Someday, if you ever want to watch Alias, I promise Sydney was good. And they, they have no interest in watching anything I ever did. But what else am I watching? I loved My Octopus Teacher. I loved Enola Holmes. Obviously, a lot of kids stuff or family stuff. The fourth season of The Crown is everything everyone says it is. So, yeah. I gotta say, I'm with Jennifer Garner there. I just finished all four seasons of The Crown myself, and it is worth every minute of your time. And with that, it's time for today's number one pick, which we'll get to right after this quick break. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today in entertainment history, on January 4th, 1936, Billboard magazine published its first pop music chart listing the country's top-selling records, a forerunner to the Hot 100 chart used today. At the time, there were three separate top tens from each of the three major record companies. The number ones were Stop, Look, and Listen by Joe Venuti, Quicker Than You Can Say Jack Robinson by Ozzie Nelson, and The Music Goes Round by Tommy Dorsey. And now it's time for today's number one pick. That's right, it's The Bachelor. Looking for love this season is Matt James, a 28-year-old real estate broker and the first black bachelor in franchise history. Joining him is a group of women who are literally falling over themselves to meet Matt. Oh my God, it's been five seconds and I'm already tripping off you. Okay, so did she actually trip or was that just a really smooth way to land in his arms? Hmm. This season features the most diverse cast of contestants ever after the producers and host Chris Harrison promised last year to take, quote, positive steps to expand diversity in our cast, in our staff, and most importantly, in the relationships that we show on television. That said, there's one thing about the show that will never change, the drama that viewers can't get enough of. You've never been in love. I haven't. My job is to change that. The queen has arrived. Be wary of this girl. What just happened was not okay. Do you feel ready for this? So joining me now to break this all down is our resident Bachelor Nation expert and TV critic here at Entertainment Weekly, Kristen Baldwin. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Jared? Very well, thanks. So you were coming right off of The Bachelorette, going right into The Bachelor. Um, a lot of significance for both of the seasons, uh, specifically here now with The Bachelor. We're talking about the first black Bachelor ever. Kristen, what took so long? Uh, it's a, it's an excellent question. Um, I think 
we have to go back and remember that like, you know, The Bachelor is certainly a show uh, that has been long plagued with discussions of whether or not it's diverse enough, but it's not the only one. And I right. think people do forget that The Bachelor, actually when it started in 2002, uh, the first kiss on the first season of The Bachelor was an interracial kiss. Alex Michelle, The Bachelor kissed a woman named Lanice. Uh, and, you know, so it's not as though this show has, you know, consistently right. pushed white only, uh, you know, agendas. It's just mm -hmm. that uh, America is America. And sometimes <laughs> reality shows reflect that. And yeah. meaning that, you know, networks get nervous about. Uh, when there isn't represented rep representation uh, behind the scenes on a in a network on a show whatever it makes it harder for it to show up on screen. Obviously, this has evolved and gotten better over time, yeah. but a, a whole lot of things happened this year in order for this situation. Matt James being cast as the first Black Bachelor, mm -hmm. a lot of things sort of happened out of everyone's control, including coronavirus yeah. and certainly. Um, other factors that caused him to be, you know, available and yeah. and really the right guy for the for the moment. Well, let's talk about the right guy. Matt James is uh, he's not as has been the case for so many seasons of these shows. He's not a former contestant on The Bachelorette. This guy is. Do we call him a, a, a friend of the franchise because he is friends with former contestant Tyler Cameron? Exactly. He's a Bachelor Nation adjacent. Um, a lot of. Bachelor fans who follow Tyler Cameron or Hannah, uh, the previous Bachelorette, uh, or anything like that, they've seen him probably on Instagram, uh, hanging out with Tyler, hanging out with Hannah. They were all part of a, and I hate this expression, and I apologize for having to say that, they were part of a quarantine crew yep. down in Florida <laughs> at one point. Um, so, you know, and he's very handsome and, like, telegenic. And, you know, of course, people were like, ooh, who's that hot friend they have? Right. Then, of course, uh, as as you know, it's all about who you know. When they were casting Claire's season for The Bachelorette, they cast Matt as a suitor, um, and that uh, that's how he first really got to know producers and things like that. But then, as we know, um, production was delayed on that season due to right. the virus, and and as time went on, uh, you know, the producers and the network started thinking about it and realized, like, hey. Let's, you know, we've got this guy. Yeah, Everybody him. loves him. Mm -hmm. You know, Bachelor Nation's familiar with him. You know, he's probably going to have to, you know, he's also, he's 10 years younger than Claire. So let's be honest. Like <laughs> he's not, you know, a, a, an age appropriate uh, suitor for her. So mm -hmm. maybe let's yeah. find another good use for him. Yeah. He seems like a, a, a very likable guy, which of course is high priority for these shows. Well, yeah, he's 28 years old. He's a real estate broker. He's uh, founded something called the ABC Food Tours, which is an yes. organization that supports kids in underserved New York City communities. Like, he's a good guy. He's handsome. He's, yeah. you know, he's... He's checking lots of boxes. He's checking lots of boxes. He's tall. Like, you know, he's dreamy. Uh, let's talk about the ladies of this season. Uh, it's a large group of them. Uh, are, are there any, like, immediate standouts to you? This is a really diverse cast for the mm -hmm. first time in a long time, like more diverse than ever. Uh, certainly um, more than half of the women are not white. So that's already huge. Um, that's already a huge thing. Now, in terms of <laughs> in terms of some of the ladies that were, uh, you know, 
as you click through and look at their bios and you're just like, what's going on? There's one woman who, uh, her name's Chelsea. She's 28. Mm -hmm. She's got uh, almost like a shaved head. She's a runway model. She's gorgeous. I love her. I'm, I'm into her. Uh, there's another woman who uh, her job is listed as socialite. Um, oh. So real into that. Not really sure what that means. Um, there's another woman who wears a tiara. I mean, I'm not saying their names because I'm not going to learn their names, Jared. Like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, she wears a tiara. She refers to herself, her job, as princess. Okay. There's a woman from Ethiopia named Maji. Um, she's a pharmacist. She's gorgeous. Oh, I'm sorry. Victoria, 27, is the one who whose job is, quote, unquote, queen. 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 Oh, not even a princess, but a queen. All no, right. no, no, no. She's a queen. I apologize for uh, selling her short there. Wow. Um, but yeah, there's definitely going to be a good group of a good mix of like interesting women who, you know, might actually be a good match for him. There's a ballerina. OK. All Lisa, right. She's 24. Um, and women who like absolutely have no business uh, getting married to anyone at this point. As is tradition with the first night, it's really all about these like awkward first meetings. I can't wait for them. Uh, it all goes down tonight, eight o'clock on ABC. Kristen, thank you so much. And now the answer to today's trivia question. When did The Bachelor episodes expand to its current two-hour runtime? Season 11 with Brad Womack, season 13 with Jason Mesnick, or season 15's second go-round with Brad Womack? That would be season 13 with Jason Mesnick, which aired in 2009. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.